Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're gonna dive into the driveway of the Stouk's house and the Gannon Stouk case. He's now been missing four weeks today and it's time that he's found. So I'm gonna show you the driveway, I'm gonna deep dive into it a little bit, and I'm gonna do my best to show you a bigger picture surrounding all this. Now first, be sure to share this video out, subscribe if you haven't done so already, and make sure you click that notification bell, and give it a like if you support it. With that being said, let's get into it. In the first part of the video, you're gonna see Tisha walk down the driveway towards the parked red truck on the street. She gets in the truck, closes the door, and then backs the truck into the driveway. Then she gets out of the truck and walks towards the house. Gannon then comes out, walks towards the truck, then Tisha walks in and climbs into the truck. Tisha then gets back out of the truck, goes towards the house, then comes back into the truck, and they leave the driveway and she turns off to the left. Now here's the in-depth version of what I see. Okay, so you're gonna see Tisha walk across the driveway towards the red truck. She has a backpack on, and also it looks like she's carrying a bag or purse. She goes into the truck, closes the door. You'll see her turn on the vehicle with the lights. And then she pulls up a little bit. And then reverses into the driveway. She doesn't quite make it over the driveway. She's not putting enough gas on there, obviously. She stops the vehicle. She waits 40 seconds approximately. And then she gets out. She goes, walks towards the house. And I believe she kept the door open. Now the first person you see to come out is Gannon. He looks like he's limping and he's favoring his right leg a little bit. As he opens the door, something falls out. He doesn't pick it back up. He just kind of stands there. Tisha comes now into view and she picks whatever is on the ground up. She walks towards the front door, opens it up all the way, and then she gets in. As she gets in, this black car drives by. And then she gets out. Now, as she was getting in, Gannon was also getting in, and I'll show you. So again, you see Gannon kind of limping, coming out. He drops it on the ground. Tisha comes into frame. She picks up the item. As she's climbing in, so is Gannon. Black car drives by. After the black car gets to the end of the block, now Tisha's coming back out. So she walks towards the house. Her door is left open. 
and you'll see she'll start to walk back out. So she's quite a bit, she's over 30 seconds, 40 seconds while she's gone. And now she walks back in, door still open, she climbs in and shuts the door. Now there's another stretch where she's not moving her vehicle, she's just sitting there. And then she moves forward a touch, stops. That was after about 15 seconds. She takes another 40 seconds, then decides to go, stops again. And then heads out. Now, as she goes off this driveway, there's something that bounces in the back, and I will repeat that. Here it is again. She goes off of it, and right there, it, it bounces but there is something that definitely bounces in the back. I don't know what it is, it's hard to make out. So all in all, it's about four minutes from when she goes out, gets into the truck, and then backs up in the driveway, loads Gannon and herself. So in the first part of this video that happened at 10.15 in the morning, there's a couple questions. Why did she back up? Was it because Gannon had issues with walking as he looked like he was limping? Was it because he had the stomach ache or was it that she had to put some extra things into the truck? We don't know. I'd be curious to know if that truck was parked all night on the side street or if it was in fact in the driveway. Maybe she had it in the street because Harley was home. I don't know. So now I'm going to take you into the second part of the video for when she comes back at around 2.15 p.m. that Monday. Then on the way back, they come from the same way they left. And you'll see Tisha drive up near the sidewalk. And then she decides to reverse and go back into the driveway again. And before she does, you could see her wait a minute and then she decides to back into the driveway. Now, when you see it this time, it's not as slow when she goes back. She gives it a little more force to go over. She corrects quick, quickly, goes forward, and then comes back. You see a little pop-up of whatever was in the back, but I don't know if it's the same thing. And then she goes with pretty good force to get over that curb. Now the interesting thing is she decides to correct, goes back over the curb, and then pushes back. And you can see it's 
she gives it a pretty good punch going up. She parks a little bit further back now than what she was before, like when she first left earlier in the morning. This is around the 2.15 mark. Now, when she opens the door, you're going to see the door actually bounce because she gives it a pretty good push. Either I'm not sure if it was it's with her foot or if it's with her hand. She waits quite a few seconds. Still waiting and then you'll see her open the door. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. She opens the door. You can see it bounce four, five times. And then she closes it and then she's on a mission. So if I back it up just a little bit and go back, you'll see she opens that door, gives it a good push, gets out. She looks like she's holding possibly her hat and something else in her hand and then walks forward. The second part, I have a lot of questions. Why is she backing up a second time into the house? Why doesn't she just go in and park forward? Why is she backing up? Gannon isn't seen with her, right? She states that he went out on the other side and she had a text saying that, that everybody is silly and that Gannon got out of the other side. But it did strike me as odd, why would she back up the second time? And she went a little bit further. I'd be curious to know how close to the garage she actually was because if Gannon did get out of the other side, which I don't believe he did, then he would have to walk behind there or in front, right? If it was not much room. It's a pretty big truck, but we don't know that for sure, so it's possible. And when I think about why she backed up, if she stayed on the street and just parked there instead of going into the driveway, then we would clearly see Gannon get out of the truck, right? The other bit is the first time where she backed the truck up, she almost needed a little bit more gas to get up and she wasn't hard enough. But in my last video, I talked about when she came back at 2.15 that she opened or pushed the door pretty hard that it bounced five times and those doors are pretty heavy so in order to get it to even bounce that's a pretty good push and she seems just to be a little extra rushed in my opinion coming back where she backs the truck at a pretty good pace 
and then she decides to pull out again and then refix coming back. So I'm not sure what that's all about. Could be nothing, could be something, right? And then she pushes the thing out and then she comes out of the vehicle and she kind of charges forward like this in ways that she looks like she's on a mission, right? She gets out and she has somewhere to go. It looks like it could possibly be her hat in her hand only because she had her hat on her head before it was white and now on the way back there's something in her hand and it looks like there might be something in her other hand. We don't know what it is. I'm curious, do you know what color is the Petco bags? Because I'd love to know that. I don't know if she comes in with that Petco bag, but when she first left, she had a backpack and we didn't see the backpack, I believe, coming out of that truck, which could mean nothing. It could be it's still sitting in the truck, right? But I did notice the backpack. Now, to me, if he's sick that day and she was doing a couple errands, what is she bringing the backpack for? Some mums are saying, well, I always carry a backpack. Yep, that's what you always do. But what does Tisha always do? Does she always carry a backpack when she's zipping around the city? That's the key I'd like to know. Now, this is what I've been thinking about when it comes to kids and where they sit in the car. Kids usually have their spot, right? In my experience, kids usually have their spot where they want to sit. He had the pick of the litter in th that day because it was literally just him and Tisha and he chose the back on the left hand side. So on the way back, would he choose the same spot or would it be a different spot? I could see with two kids, maybe they do, you know, dibs on where they want to sit, but it's kind of, I thought of this only because it's kind of like the dinner table. You sit where you usually sit. So I thought maybe that might be something or nothing. Let me know in the comments below, do your kids have a special spot or a certain spot they sit in the car? Like, I understand little ones have car seats, but in and around that 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 stage, usually kids that I know pick their spot and that's their spot. Just a theory. Now, let's get into some more in-depth stuff aside from the driveway because I think there's some important parts that Tisha is saying that we need to pick up on. Tisha made a statement that Roderick was paid for the video to be released, and he wasn't. She also states that there is a video of Gannon getting out on the other side, and she said that's the other part of the video that wasn't released. Here's what I wanna add. In my last video, I talked about the possibility of her having a ring camera. That's when I went for my little Google jog down her street, which by the way has a stamp of September 2019, so it wasn't too long ago. But if you look in the entire picture, you can see a little camera or a little doorbell, looks like a doorbell ring camera beside the door, and also just south of that picture, you can see the ADT sign. So, Tisha and Al had a security system with what looks like a ring camera. So, what that means is, if we think about it, when they left the house and when Tisha went back and forth, she would have got a notification on her phone or the panel that somebody has left the house and come back. 
So I thought to myself, let me just double check this because I have a Vivint camera, much like the Chris Watts case. I have Vivint, but Tisha and Al have ADT. So I had to check just to see, okay, well, let's just look at the basic package just in case. I don't want to spit out all these things if it's not true. But I looked at the basic package and the basic package did include cameras and windows. So that means when she left and when she came home, if Gannon was there, it would be recorded, right? And I started thinking, okay, well, what about the gate she mentioned? Because all of a sudden then she talked about the gate, how on Saturday night he hurt his foot in front of the garage and she fixed him up and then he was good to go and kept checking the gate, right? But my thought is, okay, if we're talking about the cameras in the gate, is she trying to say that Gannon used the gate to go back in the house and also run away from the house by using the gate? Well, here's the problem. If you are having a security system, typically you put it in the front door and the back door, right? And then whatever windows you choose. So if Gannon was leaving the house through the back and then went through the side gate, well, he'd be on the security system as well, right? And there would be that ding at the back door, like in our system, and if you have ADT, let me know how it works on yours. Because in our system, when you walk in, it'll say front door open, back door open, whatever. That would be the same or something similar, let's say, to that. So that would make sense that there wouldn't be anything on the camera. Now, I wonder if Al had his app installed on his phone to see the, the video cameras as well, because I know in ours, again, it's different, but I can have an app on mine and my husband does on his, and we can even view on our camera, on our phone, who's coming in. If somebody rings the doorbell, we can literally go like, hello, yeah, no problem. Leave the package at the door and have it like an intercom. And so I'm not sure with that basic package what they have, but it's there. Now, speaking of cameras, let's get into Roderick's camera. I want to know just how many he may have because the video that he shows shows part of his driveway and over to the right at Tisha's house. You could see all of there down the street. And then I'm betting there could be another camera on the opposite side. Why get a camera that's just in one spot, right? If you need to protect your house, it could be in the other spot. Which also then prompted me to say to myself, well, I wonder if he had a backyard camera or a backdoor camera. Because when he was interviewed, he did mention how great of a system he had. He also mentioned how great sound he had. So I wish we could hear the sound as to what she's saying to him. But it made me start to think, if he had a back camera, I wonder if it actually could catch the kids in the yard and then Gannon coming to the gate. So let's talk more about this gate. Tisha says that Gannon had the only key to the gate was in his possession because he was the man of the house as his dad was away on training. But he had a hurt foot and he wasn't feeling well on the Monday morning. 
allegedly by Tisha, right? And he's only four foot nine. So how do you open that gate and then close it and lock it from the outside? Was it locked when he left? How could he lock it? It is so high. How are you going to lock it from the outside? And you're four foot nine. Are you stepping on something with a sore foot? How far could you run away limping? And you're 11. Now, Tisha says that Gannon left to a friend's house after 3.30, according to her text. I also heard from the authorities it was between 3.15 and 4, and she's not sure. So if you were hanging out with him all day, and he didn't want to run away then, what happened between 2.15 and 3.30 for him to want to run away? And at 3.08 p.m., Lena gets off her bus stop just around the corner. So they get back at 2.15, Lena gets home at 3.08 or gets off the bus, walks home like two minutes, and she's there. Did she see Gannon in those 20 minutes? And what time does Harley get home? I'd also like to know just how high that fence actually is. So now back to Tisha stating about Gannon getting out. If Gannon got out, I've said this in a couple of videos, if Gannon got out of the truck, why did Al kick her out and said she was lying? All right, so now he supposedly leaves after 3.30 to a friend's house and Tisha says, I don't know who he left with. And she says, Al has all the numbers, Al has all the information. But here's my question. When she realizes he's gone or ran away, if he just went to a friend's house and didn't come home, why would she say that's a runaway? Now, I know that a neighbor called in and said he was a runaway, where it was reported as that. But if they came to talk to Tisha and she confirmed that, that's probably why they put him as a runaway, right? Like he just didn't come home. This still just boggles my mind. And I was having a little chit chat with somebody in an email who has been in law enforcement for 30 years. And we were talking about this a little bit. He's no longer, and I believe he's retired, but he said that if the term runaway came up to parents or step-parents, they're usually almost a level of insult to it being termed a runaway when it's not, or when they feel it's not. They said, he said it's almost like an insult. And so that would make sense because Landon said there's no way that Gannon was a runaway. She said 100% without a shadow of a doubt, no way. And you can see that in there. But there wasn't that with her. She's, she's going along with this runaway and then changes her story down the road a couple weeks later. She's saying maybe there was somebody with this, right? So then if he's missing What's the first thing, if you're a parent, what's the first thing you would do? For me, I can speak for myself, I'd be hopping in my car and going to look for my child as I'm making phone calls to the whole neighborhood or knocking on the doors first and then hopping in my truck and going to look, right? That's probably what I would do is hop in my vehicle if I'm exhausted all these options, waiting for him to come home, then like, well, you know what? Let's go in the car. Did she do that or did she just hang tight or... What happened? And if he has a sore foot, how far could he actually have gone, really? And for an 11-year-old child, 
I'll say this again. I've mentioned this in a different video. When you're 11 and you have it in your mind that, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to run out, run away, you start getting a little bit hungry and you're like, well, that's probably been long enough. I better go home. I'm hungry, right? And if he's that fearful of her from what we heard in her other videos, do you think he would run away? I just, this to me is ridiculous. If he planned on running away, why did he wait to come back home to run away? Because he ran away apparently in the same clothes he came home with. Although she second guessed herself if that was the description she gave was correct. But why would you wait to come home and then run away? If you were gonna run away and no phone, no backpack, no extra clothes, no nothing. You're just clothes on your back and running away. I'm sorry, I just think that's ridiculous. So I'm curious who was the actual neighbor that called in or made that 911 call. Now one of the texts I read was it was in a group and the neighbor said, I live next door too. His mom usually tells me when something happens to their kids. I'm retired at home all day. She didn't say anything to me yesterday. I called her this morning when I recognized his photo. So he was gone and she, what she's saying is usually she tells me all kinds of things, but this is a major thing and she didn't say it. Why? Right? Also, on Thursday, a couple days later, we saw in Tisha's interview about Harley's car being taken. And I'm curious, why was the white Jetta towed to the evidence compound? Was also that black vehicle that was beside the red truck, was that also impounded? Now the other thing I want to mention, and I'm going to do this in a separate video with her statements, but I want to bring this to your attention because I was having a chat also with this uh, gentleman that was in law enforcement. And we were talking about the runaway versus an accident. And she said, this is an accident. It's not a tragedy. And I'm sorry, but an accident does not match up with runaway and you can't make it fit. The only time you can make it fit is when you say it can't be an accident with a runaway. But accident and runaway does not make sense. A runaway is something that's planned, whereas an accident is an accident. If you agree, type down, heck yeah girl down below, because that just has me fired up. If you do want me to do another video on that, put it in the comments below, yeah, heck yeah, another video, and then I know to do this statement video because I'm gonna dive in more. She has little nuggets of truth throughout this entire thing, and that's how we're gonna find Gannon. Now about the selfie, I mentioned that in a previous video as well. I do believe there's a selfie. I don't believe it was at 2.15 p.m. Let's see her produce it. Now, regards to some chatter, some people are saying that she loaded something in the truck the night before, some shovels and some things. I don't know if that's true or not. There's people talking about the carpet and somebody came to the house on the Monday for the carpet. I don't know if that's true or not. There's also chatter saying that the carpet, that the candle was red and she took that chunk out. She's renting. That's probably not a good idea to strip any type of carpet out of the house without the consent from your landlord or landlady. So did you actually ask if you could do that? 
And this woman has a rebuttal for everything. She finds something that somebody's saying in the Facebook groups or they're saying on YouTube, and then she takes that, she extracts that information, spins it, and comes up with the solution. That's why I think the gate, because I kept wondering why is she bringing this gate up so much? Well, it's to actually back up a few things. That he ran away and went through the side gate, that you can't see him in the video because of the side gate. So there's all kinds of things that she is making up to cover her butt. That's what I have for now. I'm gonna deep dive more into it. I am not stopping until all this is resolved. She's giving us nuggets like I said. Let's have a chit chat below. Tell me what you think about all of this. And don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to like, and don't forget to share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.